Now, here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. Gordon, I thought about you with this one. Caesar Sportsbook. Because remember, we had the conversation of what the gambler's doing with no sports. Here we go. Caesar Sportsbook. They have not total- been cured? Yes. No, they have not. Because here we go. <laughs> 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 Their win total for the Patriots. Okay. Uh-huh. Without Tom Brady. Have you seen this? No. Okay. The Patriots without Tom Brady at quarterback are opening with a win total of fill in the blank. What do you think? This year, I would say nine and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. A little lower than I thought. Yep. Outside of the secondary, which is one of the best in the league, the rest of their roster, I think, is one of the worst in the NFL. This is, uh, according to Jeff Davis, head odds maker at Caesars, told ESPN. Brady's new team, the Buccaneers, opened with a win total of how many you think he gets down in Tampa? Nine and a half. Nine. You're right there. You're okay. in the ballpark. Right. You're in the ballpark. Right in the ballpark. You're, ballpark you're all right. Though. You're right there. You're right there. Remember, Bucks haven't made the playoffs since 2007. But our favorites, minus 155, yes, to plus 135, no, to make the postseason. Speaking is of the Bucks. Is that enough for Brady, you think? If they just no. make the postseason, no, 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 is no, that no, good no, enough no. for him in the year no, one? No, no, He no. needs to at least get to – he needs to at least – I think he's got to win a round. Win a playoff game. Yeah, he's okay. got to win. He's got to win around. So if they make it to wild card weekend and they mm-hmm. win wild card weekend and they get to the divisional round, you think that that year is a success for for them? Yes, mm-hmm. for them. Yes. Now you know because he's not he doesn't have a team to go to the Super Bowl, but for them to get you know for them to get to get to that standpoint, yeah, that's a win. I mean, you haven't been to the postseason since two thousand seven. It's going to be a parade in Tampa. They're going to be firing off. Every ship's going to have a cannon on it. They're going to be just firing like they're going to have a ball with with the ships over there. So I, I think he has to get to the postseason and win at least a round. Speaking of Tom Brady, Brandon Marshall makes a, a bold prediction for Tampa. I mean, come on, uh, man. Look at the weapons around him. Yeah. Come on. There's, there, there, there couldn't have been a better situation for Tom Brady. I know outside looking in, uh, people are like, Tampa Bay? But these are some dogs. This may be the best pass-catching group in the National Football League. So what kind of numbers do you think he puts up, Brandon, with Tampa Bay? It, it doesn't matter. It's going to be the same Tom Brady. The only thing that matters right now is wins and losses. And I promise you this, they will win the division. Wow. Brandon Marshall making a bold prediction for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was on the Get Up this morning. Michael Jordan's making the rounds, Gordon. He was on Good Morning America. And he says, you know what? <laughs> the final season with the Bulls was a trying year. Well, it was a trying year. Uh, we all were trying to enjoy that year, knowing that it was coming to an end. Um, I was hoping that, you know, the beginning of the season, it, it basically started when uh, Jerry Krause told Phil that, you know, he can go 82-0 and 0 and we, we, he would never get the chance to come back. And, you know, knowing that I was, I, I married myself to him, you know, obviously, and, and if he wasn't going to be a coach, then, you know, obviously I wasn't going to play. So, Phil started off the year by saying this is the last dance and and we played it that way. You know, so mentally it just kinda it tugged at you throughout the course of the year, you know, but that this had to come to an end, but it also centered our focus to making sure we end it right. So I mean, as, as sad as it sounds at the beginning of the year, we try to rejoice and enjoy the year and, and finish it off the right way. Now, Michael, where did your perseverance come from? 
My parents. You know, my father worked at General Electric for years. He was trying to provide for his family. He moved uh, all over, you know, southern North Carolina. My mom worked for a bank. She worked for Corning Glass. I mean, they were hardworking people. And they instilled that in not just me, but my brothers and sisters. So, I mean, and I just lived vicariously through them and, and lived and learned it from them. And, you know, it just became a part of my nature, you know. And I always look at a negative and turn it into a positive. You know, unfortunately, things like that happens in our life. And as I try to teach my kid, you know, just take that negative, learn from it and turn it into a positive. And that all came from my parents. Now, David Falk was uh, MJ's agent. He was on Golik and Wingo this morning here on 98.7 ESPN from 6 to 10, Monday through Friday. And Falk says, you know, Jordan's right. No one was ever going to outwork him. In 91, I think after they won either their first or second championship, we agreed to help a local player from the University of Maryland named Keith Booth. Gary Williams oh, yeah. called me up and asked, asked us to help Keith. We got him drafted by the Bulls. I think either the last pick or the next to the last pick in the first round. And I said to him, he's a six six two three. I said, Keith, you know, you're going in on a championship team, playing behind the greatest player in the game. If they call practice at 10, get there at 9. So he goes to training camp, and they call practice. He gets there like an hour early, and Jordan's in a full sweat. So the next day he gets there, you know, an hour and 15 minutes early. And no matter what time he got there, Jordan was there before him in a full sweat. And finally, one day he got there ridiculously early, beats Michael. And the next day... When he shows up early, Jordan has coffee and donuts waiting for him <laughs> to prove to him that you may be a punk-ass rookie, but there's no one that's going to outwork me. That's the competitor we know about Michael Jordan. And David Falk, once again on Golik and Wingo, was asked, so would things have been different for Jordan if he went to, say, Portland instead of Sam Bowie? Well, I think Portland, Portland's team, they had Jim Paxson, who was an all-star at Michael's position, which is really – and they had Clyde Drexler. And, you know, I think Michael would have been a great player if he played, you know, for on the moon. But he might not have been allowed early on to to do some of the things that he had to do on a team in Chicago. It was really a, a very weak team. But, I mean, obviously, Bill Walton was a pretty damn great player in Portland. And Clyde Drexler's a top 50 player of all time in Portland. He would have been great anywhere. But basketball, you know, most sports are about opportunity. And, you know, our job, we didn't get, you know, our job is to, today is to try to find teams where our clients can have an opportunity to play and showcase themselves because there's just so many young players coming in the league every year. And if you don't make it the first, you know, two or three years, you, you may be out of the league. I'll say this, Gordon. Things may not have been different for Jordan if um, if he went to Portland, but it sure would have been different for Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it might have been different for Clyde Drexler too. I mean, you know, yes. if they had two. You know, they, if they would have gotten a chance to see Jordan in action with their team, you know, other people might have been expendable, and who knows how the story would have gone differently. Yeah, it could have been a world of difference. Last story: The PGA Tour plans to return in mid-June. Gordon, the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas, has been rescheduled from its original late May date to June 11th through 14. That's assuming health and government officials allow it, and will be played without spectators. Now, according to Ian Fitzsimmons from Freddie and Fitzsimmons fame, he says the PGA might be the only sport to return. Dana White is above and beyond everybody else with UFC, but Major League Baseball with their bubble city. The NBA throwing out, well, maybe we could, you know, crank this thing up if we just yeah. took over, you know, isolated areas. 
but trying to will something back is not necessarily the, the, the best thing to do. And I'm not, I'm not going to blast the PGA for trying to because look, there is right. one sport that can do this and abide by social distancing. It's not baseball. It's not basketball. If there's one sport that could actually abide by state law to do this and, and give us live sports on the weekends, it, it's, it's the PGA Tour of America. What do you think, Gordon? Are they, are we looking at golf as possibly being the only sport to come back or could we possibly get maybe a little tennis in also? It feels very strange to me to think that sports, you know, I, I have this, this thing where I, I, in parts of the day, one side seems completely foreign. And then another mm-hmm. parts of the day, I go back to the other side. So there's parts of me that's like, it can't be that we're not going to have baseball, even without fans. We can't possibly go the entire summer without baseball. But then in other parts of the day, I feel complete. Like, how are we ever going to return to normal? I would be interested in how much revenue does golf generate from ticket sales? Mm. Are there there purses primarily through TV revenue or are there purses primarily through – tickets and fans and, and corporate sponsors and all those type of things because it feels like it would be the, the the second thing the corporate sponsors and and ticket buying fans and if they're not going to do that it kind of makes it you know the, the fact that the the game of golf is you know one guy stands over here one guy stands over there that's important but it's not the most important thing because if they're not going to be making any money on this mm-hmm. i guess they've kind of run the numbers and they know that they will but I would think that golf would be one of those sports that would make a lot of money as a result of fans attending events. But I guess maybe that's not going to be the case. No, and once again, depending on what the situation is, and that totally changes from hour to hour. Uh, you know, if you're going to have a situation where you're not going to bring fans around, then you're going to have to find a way to do something with more ads and, and find a way to get some money available uh, from these sponsors, understanding that maybe the folks at home will, when they get out to the golf courses themselves, will be able to possibly pick up some of these sponsors or some of these golf paraphernalia that is always sold and spo- and advertised during these during these events, Gordon. So maybe they'll figure they'll get some money that way. Some more top flight golf balls will be there or some other, right. you know, some, some other things where they can make some money, try to recoup this money back because... Everybody's losing money in this scenario. Yeah, I'll, I'll be. I, look, I can be disappointed later. I'm happy at least, and it might be a pipe dream, right? It might be completely. When we get to that date, nothing has changed, or not enough has changed. But I'm, I'm thankful almost in a way that at least golf is coming out and, and saying this because it gives me some hope about not just about golf, but about the world in general. Like mm-hmm. that, that maybe. You know, clearly we're going to get through this at some point, but I mean, it seems like the the numbers can change. You know, you hear 2021, things are going to be like this. For at least golf is coming out and saying something to give the regular person a little bit of hope that not that golf will return, that but that life will return to normal. You're right. One. 